This is JFM Podcast. Welcome to Let's Talk on J101.9 FM. This is Let's Talk, your number one social political program on J101.9 FM, where we talk about social and political issues in the country, trying to make sense of them and prefer solutions to them where we can. And this morning on the show, we're talking about climate change, floor thinning, plateau state, and the solutions the government and everyday Nigerian can prefer to this problem. Now, if you have been following the news of all the course of the last few days, there's been flooding in certain areas in the state. And it has claimed a number of lives, according to reports from The Guardian this morning. About seven lives has been, have been claimed due to flooding in certain areas of the state. And it has led to a lot of you know, interventions from the government as well as other NGOs in the state. And this morning, we're talking about what causes this flooding, how we as a people can ensure that these floodings are reduced at least to the barest minimum, and what the government is doing and can do to ensure we have a safer environment and generally talking about climate change in the country or in the world and how it affects us, affects our economy, affects our everyday activities. And to help us make sense of these issues, I have me tweet this morning, Mr. Dotsun Benson. Good morning. Welcome to the show, sir. Uh, good morning. And of course, I'm super excited to be in the studio. First, so good, uh, morning, good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning to you. So let's start from the very important conversation. Of course, I'm sure you have seen the you know recent news and pictures and videos of you know houses being submerged in flood in different parts of the state my first question is why were they submerged we this is not the first time we're having rainy season in the states why why now and what is the cause of the flooding in certain parts of the state okay uh thank you very much for the question the simple answer is actually climate change we are actually experiencing uh, extreme weather events. Okay. Uh, in some parts of the world, we are experiencing drought, while in others, is of course um, high uh, torrential rainfall. And to know this, it's not just happening in Plateau State, it's happening all over the world. Africa, in particular, is actually bearing the brunt of this uh, climate change. So um, let me just add a bit. What is climate change? Of course, the disruption of the weather is called uh, climate change, and this is caused by the excessive greenhouse gases that we have in the atmosphere. So to put it in a simple layman's language, um, the regular um, nature of our climate, where we have uh, a particular um, month for the rainy season, you will discover that... Uh, this year is kind of unusual. Most of the rains that are supposed to be in August is now happening in uh, September. Okay. And you see the uh, level of the rain, you discover that it's really, really heavy. So this is actually caused by the phenomenon of climate change. You know, um, there is what we call the greenhouse gases. The greenhouse gases are 
um, we have carbon dioxide, okay. which is supposed to be really, really normal because the plants use uh, carbon dioxide um, to make food, while we generate energy by taking in oxygen and then we emit uh, carbon dioxide. But industrialization has also increased the level of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere. So instead of actually allowing the earth to be in a unique um, temperature, uh, the amount of carbon dioxide and other um, greenhouse gases like methane, nitrous oxide and the rest is causing uh, the global temperature to be really, really high. And of course, uh, in the climate uh, world, we are actually calling for just that we must not go beyond 1.5 degrees from the average global temperature. So okay. that is what we call the greenhouse gas effect. These gases, they will stay in the atmosphere when the sun rays come. Uh, it's supposed to actually escape back into space. But because of the greenhouse gases, we, uh, it's, the heat is actually trapped in the world, making the world uh, kind of warmer. So that's just the description okay. of climate change. I'm sorry, but the, but the people in, in, in the you know in different parts of the state, um, some of the local governments affected by this, some of the areas affected by this were Anguaro, Goricos, Bautrud, and Naragota communities in just north, according to a report here on Daily Trust, where the um, places you know affected, and we have over 150 households displaced, according to a certain resident, Mr. Tanko Yakubu Hassan, who spoke to Daily Trust. Now, some people have said that one of the factors, especially here in Plateau State, that caused the flooding was improper disposal of waste. Um, how is waste disposal, especially in those areas affected, how does it affect, you know, how does it cause flooding in certain areas? Okay, so thank you very much for the question. You agree with me that um, climate change issue is actually multifaceted, from the issue of waste to the issue of um, plastics. You know, um, we have a lot of plastics being generated, and these plastics are indiscriminately uh, uh, put away by a lot of residents. A lot of people don't know that uh, it has a lot of impact. Number one, they clog our drains. Okay. Um, the water that is supposed to be um, easily, um, you know, the water that is supposed to get into the uh, river channels actually being blocked by all these um, um, plastic waste. So uh, one of the key areas of our work is actually uh, climate change and waste. We have been working on the issue of plastics. We have been engaging informal waste speakers because we know this is a very, very critical and important aspect of our environment. Um, you will also agree with me that most people don't know that there is a link between plastic and climate. Okay, in fact, the link? the link is that the whole uh, life cycle of plastic is also in contributing to the greenhouse gas emission that I've mentioned earlier. So what is even plastic? Plastics is just carbon and chemicals. So um, it is actually uh, formed by the result of the addition of uh, chemicals and then carbon. And of course, we have plastics. So from the life cycle is contributing to the emission. Now, uh, indiscriminate disposal is also causing to the uh, emission. The last part is that most people actually burn these plastics. It also emits uh, 
the greenhouse gases into our, into our atmosphere. So it is actually very, very important that we manage our waste so that it will, the, uh, the drains will not be clogged mm. as we have it now. And uh, there is also need for us to actually encourage the informal waste pickers who are doing a great job to pick most of this uh, plastic waste from our um, environment. I also call on the citizens. They are actually very, very important in solving this problem. We have to start sorting our waste. We, don't, we should not just dispose our waste in uh, the landfills or refuse dumps that we have around. We should sort them. All right. Um, let's let's come to the people who have been affected. Uh, you know, like I said before, one down eight, one fifty households, you know, affected. Um, some some media houses uh, and again some, like for example, Guardian said seven people died, even though some people said nobody died. Whichever ways people have been affected, people have been displaced from their homes. You know, what are the negative effects other than the displacement of people from their homes? What are the things to people who are in flood-prone areas? What are the things that they suffer from? Of course, uh, they will be exposed to a lot of um, disease-causing organisms. So we should not be surprised if uh, in a few days we learn about the issue of cholera, uh, diarrhea, and many other uh, emerging diseases. So they are actually now very prone to all these uh, uh, diseases. And of course, at this point, um, we are not so much close to, uh, what do you call it now, uh, forests. Okay. So we may not be seeing incidents of uh, maybe wild animals, but <laughs> in some cases, there can be incidents of uh, the appearances of wild animals. Wild in, animals. Yes, like snakes and uh, scorpions, toxins that are very, very poisonous. All right. In, in situations where, you know, places are prone to flood, what are some of the things the government can do to ensure that those places are safe? We also remember last year, um, last year, yes, when, you know, the, there were lots. They were flooding in different parts of the country because of the the dam, you know, opening in Cameroon and what happened and all of the conversations had. However, the same thing is happening again this year. Even though for for some people say in Plateau states, it's not so much about the dam being opened, but because of like you mentioned climate change and a lot of other um, factors from the people that has ensured that water doesn't flow properly to the right channels. What does the go? What responsibility does the government have in ensuring that this place is prone to flood? Are protected in every way possible even before the floods happen okay uh, the first thing the government must do is the issue of policy and then of course uh, issue of awareness creation and then the issue of enforcement when it comes to policy uh, we know that it's not really really good for uh, people especially in slums to build their houses along water course mm. But most of these uh, citizens are doing so. So it's very, very important for government to ensure that these policies are what really can, in what, place. What kind of policies? Give examples of policies the government uh, should be putting So in place. we have, of course, the uh, town planning, Ministry of Town Planning, and then, of course, the Ministry of Environment. They are responsible for uh, most of these uh, policies. So we must ensure that these things are implemented. People who are, um, there should also be early warning. So the Ministry of uh, 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 National Orientation Agency and, of course, the state should actually uh, inform residents to actually evacuate where there is um, uh, issues of uh, flood flooding. And we know, of course, for this year, there has been, of course, a prediction that there will be flood. So most people should actually evacuate. Uh, 
and leave those uh, flood uh, prone area but most importantly uh, we need to ensure that uh, these uh, the government actually enforce those policies of stopping individuals building along these riverbanks mm. they are actually very very uh, flood prone areas when you, you made mention, let me, let me just draw your attention to one of the things you talked about, which was um, people being around riverbanks. I'm sure there, are, there is a, let me use for example, not example, there is a mega plan, a mega architectural plan for the, for the, for the city. However, the plan is not being followed. We also know that there are certain places you're not supposed to build on. It's normal in every, in every city, whether developed or developing city, there are certain places that are out of band to be, you know, for house to be built on. But we still see these things happen. In your opinion, what do you, why do you think these things persist? Why are these policies, some of them in place, but still not adhered to? Okay. Um, just like I've mentioned, the issue of, um, Negligence, the issue from of corruption. Who? Negligence from who? On what, whose part? The government or the people? <laughs> Both ways. Okay. The issue of uh, poverty is driving people to want to survive, but in trying to survive, they also destroy what they will later need for their survival. So most people cut down trees. Of course, we know uh, the government is creating awareness. So there is a path for the government. We know. People should be actually uh, arrested. Uh, people should Hold be. Hold on, we should be arrested for what? Of course, building uh, uh, in areas that okay. are so marked. Let's oh, let's 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 begin. Let's begin. Let's begin back. Let's be let's be so, Nigerian. So let's be Nigerian. Before you go, let's be Nigerian. So people build on paths that are marked. Yes. Before you build a house, you get a license. You get a permission to build. Do you get a permission to build? Definitely. Who gives the permission to build? The government. So if the government gives permission to build on the path, who should be liable for you building on that path? Okay. Why, 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 should, you, why should you arrest me when you gave me a license to okay. build on a certain path? But if you actually go in and uh, Is that my job research? to do? No, no. If Whose you, job is it? The government. Okay. So now there is a... <laughs> how I wish uh, this conversation is more balanced. You invited the government officials. No, to I, I, because you, 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 you say people should be arrested. <laughs> and yes, I'm saying that definitely. people don't build houses, at least many times, people don't build houses out of the blue. So if a person builds a house, it's either the land is theirs, one, or they bought the land from somebody. Okay. If they bought the land from somebody, they had to get permission. I do, except, of course, they bypass the process. Ideally, there's a permission, there's, okay, a, there's so a process. Most times, uh, people actually bypass this process. So who should be blamed for that? The government or the people? Most times, uh, people are warned. Most times, uh, they are asked to stop their project. But in other ways, they end up, end up uh, actually bribing their way. So who should be blamed for that? Um, so if, 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 if we have people, a system... Number one, I would say the people. I, and then number why, two... Why, why should the people... The okay, government. Let, let's, let's piggyback. It is often said that laws are meant to put people in check, right? Yes. So the idea of having laws and policies in place is because we don't trust in the goodness of people to do the right things all the time. True or false? Good. So it means that when there are certain laws in place, people are most likely going to break it. True or false? People will definitely break it. Good. Now, the if, if, so if, 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 if... Sorry, if, let if, me add this. Go on. If people will definitely break the law, that's why we have law enforcement agencies. Now, if... And then they have to do their part. Now, if people break the law... If people break the law, so there's a process of breaking the law. You break law one, law two, three, four, five, six, and the government agencies or people in charge who are supposed to checkmate you do not checkmate you. Who is at fault? 
Again, it's, I don't, I don't, it's, it's not it's not a victim <laughs> game, but but I'm saying that if you're going to have an honest conversation, yes. while people I understand that Nigerians can be quite stubborn, I think like we often said here, and I think it's a normal Nigerian thing that we know that because of faulty systems, people are allowed to do anything. So before people get arrested, the people in charge who are supposed to who are supposed to enforce these laws should be the one first to be prosecuted because if a police officer for example i'm not saying it's it's, it's a reality is told there is a thief in my neighborhood the police officer doesn't does arrest the thief and then the thief stole and then he tells the victim why did you leave your door open but i told you it was a thief in my environment so why didn't you arrest the person so again and i think that not to put all of the blames on you know on the government but i think that government policies like you made mention before it's it's to lose a thing for us to solely put the responsibility of doing the right things on the people. Okay, thank you very much, Emeka. But if you ask who is actually the government, it's actually still it boils down to we the citizens. Can we can we can um, we can we yes. remove can we can so, we remove Emeka. intellectual intellectual <laughs> discussion? When we say who is the government, so, I am not the government, I am not the one that makes policy. Do I make policy? But you actually, Do you make policy? You actually put those people who make oh, come the on. This is this is issue. No, let's be honest. The whole, the whole idea of you are the government, as much as it sounds good in, in the ears, I am not the person that makes policy. I am not the person that says this should be done this way. I am not the person. I am not the police officer that should arrest somebody. I am not the commissioner of environment that should, that should make these policies. So why would I be the government? And I think that the intellectual conversation about the people are the government is nice to say, but in reality, I am not the government. Okay, so it's actually very very important uh sometimes back we we're actually talking about uh changing the narrative of this country and i said the only solution that we must embrace is actually autonomy what do you mean by autonomy everybody must do the right thing before even looking at the government so when we talk about the issue of um, the uh, flooding and for example emeka you are trying to build a house yes the government actually gave you a notice that see Don't we cannot them allow you to build in this yeah. place yes and of course we know uh, we have limited hands in the government and yes. then uh, you ended up looking for someone who gave you permission in the government yes and then you end up building your house yes so if tomorrow uh, something happens something happens who will you hold responsible the government or you yourself so, for so, breaking the law so so let's let's um, <laughs> i i am so again we are back so let, no hold the on, most hold important on. Thing, we must do we must do as, our part agreed it's actually autonomy. It's important. Autonomy. Yes. Before, before you go on, and, and I think this, I'm not trying to make this a banter, but here's the thing. We often say that people should do their part, rightfully so. But like I said before, the role of, 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 of laws, the role of government agencies is to ensure that when people do not do the right thing, they are brought to book. So it, 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 it also piggies back to when we talk about a child. You don't expect a child to always do the right thing because they are they have a penchant for wanting to do what they want to do. Now, if a child, for example, consistently does something bad, we expect the parent to correct them. True or false? True. Now, if the parent doesn't correct them, who do we blame most? Of course, the child was wrong for doing what was wrong, but then we will say, hey, did the parents correct the child when it's supposed to? No. So we are going to put the blame on the parents. I am not saying we are children, but in the place of the law, we are all supposed to be under the law. And if the law does not do its job, the law comes first in being faulty for not putting us in check anyways let's move past that because this will never end for the for the everyday nigerian what autonomous things can we do to prevent all of these things happening on a regular okay so uh, just like i said let's avoid building on waterways let's do our part uh by 
reducing our carbon footprint, let's dispose our waste properly, not indiscriminately. Yes. Uh, and then let's also understand that the climate crisis is actually not only happening here mm. in Jos or in Nigeria, it's happening globally. globally. In fact, uh, this week uh, we started what we call the African People's Counter Cup. Uh, the global community have actually understand that um, climate change is actually a global issue. And uh, for 27 years, the conversation has been on. They call it the COP process. The COP stands for Conference of, of Parties to okay. the United Nations Framework Convention on Climate Change. So um, a lot of countries are involved. But so every year there is a COP. Yes. So today, uh, this year will be COP28. Yes, in, in, so, in November. Uh, yes. So I, I want to ask a question. <laughs> Since you're the climate change expert here, and um, so in seven years so far, climate change conversation, have we made any progress in the world? We haven't. Because Why? It's just been about talk, talk, and talk. No action. And so uh, who, who should blame? Who, who should blame for that? Uh, the global uh, not because they are the major polluters, and then of course our government who are not really taking. Uh, responsibility. Which government, like Nigerian government, you say? Every uh, government who but are. What are responsibility? So then, the of course, the uh, corporations who are actually trying to bribe their way and not really enforce the issue. You discover that in each year's COP, there is a team. Yes. The Paris Agreement happened some years back. Yes, that's. And, and I should add to, not to sound like a hater, the Paris Agreement. I will not say it. Okay, Please so go on. last year, <laughs> most of the, in the climate movement, uh, there was a move for the loss and damage uh, fund. So Africa is actually contributing least to the issue of climate change. Why are we contributing least? But yet, we are the one uh, suffering the brunt. We are contributing. What was the, the fund about? Okay, it's actually to, just like the name implies, the loss and damage. We have been actually impacted so much by the issue of climate change. So we are contributing least to the yeah, fund. Yeah. But do we, do no, we no, 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 not contributing least to the fund. We are getting least. We are supposed to have uh, access to this loss and damage so that we'll be able to build back okay. justly. So um, that's actually one of the great moves that was made. And then, of course... I, I'm going to cut you there, Mr. Dotson. So you okay. mentioned, you said great move. And this is a very open conversation, so please correct me if I'm wrong. Um, the contributors of carbon footprint in the world do not come from Africa, true or false? <laughs> the highest contributor of um, carbon yes. carbon knows that is not from Africa. True. Um, the highest contributors are from China and the USA, true or false? True. Who, who leads the climate conferences? Africans? No. Who makes the policies for climate change? Africans? Uh, it's supposed to be like a global consensus. Who are the most important persons in making decisions? Africans? <laughs> so 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 let's 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 so, not 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 to be moral police here sorry if the people who contribute the most to climate to you know to climate change people who whose countries and industries are the most um you know they add the most um, carbon monoxide to the environment to the atmosphere they are the ones leading the conversation on climate change what does it tell us okay of course it tells us that the process is actually flawed if the process and is flawed why do we expect something good from it okay so that's why uh the African Climate Justice uh, Collective is actually taking a move to say, no, we're doing a counter-cop. We want people to actually lead this conversation. We want people's voices to be heard. So uh, from 18th to the 29th of September, that is what we call the online sessions and people assembly happening 
all over Africa. What did you do in those online session at assembly? Oh, here, of course, they create awareness and why Africa should solve Africa's problem through uh, the use of uh, local knowledge, use of peasant agriculture, so, use of um, okay, our own on. indigenous uh, approaches to, yes, to so solve the problem. And of course, uh, where there is climate uh, injustice, where there is oil spill, extraction, mm -hmm. mining, like we are having here in on the plateau, yes. people should actually raise their voices to demand for justice, for justice, climate justice. So I'm going to piggyback again, and this is not to, to blast anybody. If Africa's problem, if Africa's biggest contributor of climate change is not Africa, if the Paris Agreement that, again, I want to say this, I'm, trying not, I'm not trying not to bash anybody was a sham of an agreement, in all honesty, because every of the, every of the things said, um, you know, zero come carbon level by 2030, we all know it will never happen. And I'm sorry for climate change um, you know, proponents and the advocates. We know what happens, except, of course, we want to be, you know, politically correct. If Africa doesn't contribute as much, if Africa's activities, whether industrial or human activities, does not contribute to depleting ozone layer, why then do we have to find solutions for ourselves? That's one. Two, we talk about a global community as everybody's involved. It means that everybody's problem is everybody's problem. We know that the reason why there's climate change is because of industrialization. It is because of wealthy countries who exploited the resources in the, in the earth and were careless about the, its impact in the environment. Now, if these people who were very much in the forefront of causing this problem, why then are they, are they not the ones in the forefront of solving it honestly? Why are they giving us conditions on how to solve the problems? If you cause a problem, morally, I expect that you solve the problem. Why then are they not solving the problems? Because like you said in your own words, it's been all talk and no work. What can Africa do as a continent to ensure that the people who are the cause of this problem, I will use the word pay for it, but are demanded to solve it for us because they cost it? Okay, so that's where the loss and damage fund was actually when was uh, when was when was it in, in the last uh um cop cop yes so wh when the, when when does africa Egypt. get the money <laughs> when, when do we get the so money of course it's take a while how long a time and of course um it's um it will take a process and that's why a lot of climate change uh campaigners and advocates and activists are pushing to ensure that these are actually implemented as we uh, speak but of course we are moving to cop 28 and uh already it's uh so looking like okay uh is industry dominated what do you mean by industry dominated of course uh, a lot of industry like uh, last year coca-cola was the one sponsoring uh <laughs> the cop 27 and <laughs> i have <laughs> it was already <laughs> flawed and then of course this year is going to happen in uh, the united arab emirates dubai okay. and then of course we know they are one of the highest uh, producers of uh, fossil fuel so we know this thing. So the, we, we know the truth. So my question again, I'm not, I'm not going to politically correct today. I'm going to say it as it is. Yes. If we know the truth, if we know that um, the climate change conferences, whether it's Egypt or Abu Dhabi, whatever they hold it, doesn't produce anything. If we know that the people leading the conversations for climate change are not ready for climate change, because the United States of America, who are one of the biggest producers of greenhouse gases, are not doing one-tenth of what they should do. While other countries who do not even produce anything are taxed with the responsibility of doing it. Why then do we still hold these conferences? Some people would say that it's more of a political, uh, political massage of the left's agenda. Because 
you talk about climate change every single time you go to conference. You bring out Paris Agenda every single time. You bring out an SDG every time, and we talk about it a lot. But the work that should be done is not being done, and nobody has been held responsible for it. So, why do we still hold the conferences? Okay. Um, I, whether we like it or not, global negotiation must continue to happen. Mm. It's just the <laughs> process of the world. All right. But most importantly, we in the climate change space are actually pushing for um, a counter-cop. That's why I mentioned it earlier. A counter-cop that will involve who and who exactly? Grassroots community. Grassroots communities. And then their voices are being projected so that governments and uh, individuals in the policy space will still take action. And then most importantly, there should be um, creation of awareness. A lot of people mm. are not really, really aware. True. We must begin to if we notice that if we know that okay these systems are actually for flawed i've mentioned the issue of autonomy everybody should begin to think of ways to take a hold of their future and then begin to solve it by their own simple their action own yeah okay. so that's why we are actually promoting uh real solutions because if you look at all uh, the, uh, the global cop is actually promoting there are a lot of false solutions false solutions like geoengineering false <laughs> solutions like uh, nitrogen false solutions like red if I tell you uh, geoengineering uh, some scientists are actually saying that um, they would like to uh, pro uh, use a chemical as a blanket in the sky to reduce the amount of rain coming into the earth Let's so of course that's, that's part one that's of false. the false solution that's that's think about so we're also saying go if you look at uh africa you know there's a scramble for gas in africa yes. due to the war in ukraine yes and uh because europe is not getting access to gas and so they want to actually begin to open a lot of gas uh this thing so in the east africa there is what we call the east africa uh, stop ECOP, that is the East African crude uh, pipeline. Yes. And then, of course, in Nigeria, too, we know that there was a recent agreement that was uh, signed uh, that, okay, uh, Nigerian gas will be uh, exported to Europe. Yes. So the question is that why are we not using all these resources that we find in Africa to build Africa so that Africa will be the best place in, in the, the world? world. Okay, my question to you before we start picking calls. I was, this was supposed to be for 30 minutes, but we've gone past our time, so we'll just go all the way. Um, one of the major proponents for climate change that people talk about is, and I don't know if you share such sentiments, that, you know, um, crude oil is a big enemy to the environment. We've seen people like Greta, um, like Gre what's her name again? Greta. Greta, that Greta woman. <laughs> for apologies for, for not knowing your other name. Talked about, you know, um, crude oil and how it is depleting the environment. However, even in all of the conversations, the Western um, countries who seem to be spearheading these conversations about green energy, air quotes, green energy, are still the major buyers of the quote and unquote bad energy. In a situation where the major economic players are still spearheading the refining, the extraction of crude oil, is there any hope that the idea of green energy and a reduction in carbon monoxide in the environment would ever happen? Yes. Um, of course, we know there is a move for renewable energy. A lot of people are going uh, How many green. people? 
a lot of people are trying to what when when we say people are going green what do we mean exactly okay so we have people choosing renewable option like a uh, solar energy yes so I, <laughs> that's another I, I, I am trying so I am <laughs> so trying so hard to not be contrarian here but go on yes so we have um people also choosing the option of uh, uh um electric cars you know we have people also looking at um using normal renewable um source of uh gas like. which is like a once gotten from what do we call it now? Waste, organic waste. Let me ask a question. So we're actually promoting promoting organic so, so, so and zero waste. Zero so let me let me let me be let me be very honest here and say this. In contributing to carbon footprints in the world, which contributes more industrialization or everyday usage of gases? Of of this of this of these gases, of people that drive everyday cars, people in Nigeria that drive cars, people in Lagos that drive cars, or the industries. Which is the most industries. contributor? Industries. Yes. Now, if industries are the most contributors, are industries using greenhouse gases? Yes, most. Uh, they are not. They are actually so, using... Like I, like I said so, before... So those, are, those are some of the key sectors that we are tra- trying to actually uh, push. So that is it possible, adopt. though? It will take time. You know, transition, I, <laughs> transition. Uh, uh, yesterday I, we were having a conversation about uh, just transition. So transition cannot uh, transition, happen all tra- of a sudden. Hold it on. will take transition, a while. Who, who is transitioning, the people or the industries? Both people and the industries. But it seems as though the conversation about transition seems to be more on the people than, than the industries. Because, for example, um, industries have what they call their... Oh God, the word escapes me now. The social, environmental, and diversity um, numbers that they have. Oh, how, how environmentally friendly are you? How socially diverse are you? And all of those things. However, even though there are reports of these things, of course, made public, I, I saw a research recently that a lot of the, um, the reports on diversity and greenhouse, um, green, uh, what's the word, um, alternative sources of energy that company, you companies um, report in their financial reports every year mm-hmm. are false. We also know that the people, the organizations in charge of these bodies that supervise these things are also more concerned about the monies they get than about the things being done. My honest question, and this is to you and to everybody who is a climate change advocate, is if we consistently tell the everyday person that uses cars, that has waste to dispose, that don't use cars or buy electric cars, for example, or, oh, don't drive too much, use a mister buy a bicycle, some of the things they say, right? Um, and buy, buy bicycles and buy all of these things. If we consistently tell these people to do these things, what happens to the major players? Because we know, we live in a capitalist society. And because of that, it means the monies of these capital lords rule the world. If the capital lords who are the most contributors to climate change are not doing the work, why are you enforcing and foisting the responsibility of keeping the earth safe on the persons who do not even contribute as much to the climate? So that's where the talk of climate justice comes hmm. into play. I like it. It sounds so leftist <laughs> right now. And if all eyes are open, 0905566677 or 0812186999. Forgive me, let me go that number. 0806677777. You can call in and share your thoughts. You can also join the conversation on Facebook and on Twitter at GFMJoss and on Twitter at GFMJoss. Again, if all lines are 90 or 
America, good morning. Good morning. Your name and where you're calling us from? The group from Bernard on the line. Come here, Bernard, please go on. Good morning, your guest. Good morning. America, I don't want to your waste time. But all this investment application, globalization, industrialization, as we speak now, people are collapsing. True. Yeah, true. The country is too excruciating. And the whole thing you talk about, capitalism. We are passing chronic capitalism in this country. Very few individuals. But that by the way, you put something, this has been my slogan, you put something or nothing, we have never treated the issue of corruption that ravaged through the very regime. A GEO part of GEO part in has been looked for. A people, a security men were appear in Nemo. Niger State, two and all this. Why do we invest this? Why don't we find the plot of land before talking about the structure we're going to do? Mm. Let me tell you, like I said this yesterday. The world will not show you the secret of the government. Charity mm. begins that war. And we should get it right. Some people are agitating. People are not happy. You know what Murik said yesterday? Meanwhile, Tinubu has reconstituted this Ududu government. By the way, he appointed people. Why? The constitution says, appointment must have been issued. Nobody should be underrated. And then we promote peace and unity in the country. And we still have a very character commission, even all this is high consequential. We should get this right before we start junketing here. We remove this tool on this year. We are here paying it for the elite. I'm going to account for it. If all you right. Sokoto, Sokoto, mm-hmm. why don't you sit down and find out where do you go from here? Very true. I greet you again. Good morning. We are angry with all this. God bless you. God bless you too, Comrade Bernard. Um, Nigerians, please don't be angry. Let's keep hope alive. Let's keep doing what we have to do and keep holding the government accountable for the things they need to do to ensure that we as a people are alive, are safe, and prosperous. Hello, good morning. Good morning, Emeka. Good morning. Chikudi is coming from Malawi. Welcome, Chikudi. Please go on with your thoughts. Thank you. Um, we talked about the um, topic of the day, the climate change. Uh, you know, um, like on Monday when I had um, some GSM here, that they are flooding in some part of them, just not here. Yes. Um, this area you mentioned, um, Angarogo, and some Brashi Road, and yes. some of them. Um, your guest did not actually speak on the specific. I was expecting him to, like, tell us that uh, this place is uh, flooded because of the. Uh, indiscriminate buildings. Some of the houses that she raised in this, some of these places, some of these places and other parts of the state are actually not where they're supposed to be. For example, if you go to British American Junction, they're stepping towards um, um, uh, uh, what do you know, this area. If you look at your behind, by, by the left side, you see some building coming up very, very close to where the waters are supposed to pass through. Just behind Living Faith Church. If you understand what I'm talking about, before the Buddha, yes. you get to those, those places immediately after if you're taking your if you're taking your right from that um, from the from the uh, overhead bridge, from that flyover bridge, you see some building coming up in those places. Some of these buildings have already been completed. 
And when I look at this, I said, these people don't understand that this is a water waste, and tomorrow the government will be spending millions and billions of naira, you know, to compensate people, you know, that people are in their houses have been taken over by their water and the rest of them, mm-hmm. and even loss of life. So it's actually the reason why we are having all this um, flood and people lost their lives and their properties. Is it because of the climate change or because of the negligence or because of people said that they are untouchable so they can be able to beat anywhere? Are they also factors to which people are creating themselves apart from the, 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 the natural disaster we have known for, for, for donkey years? And particularly in Nigeria, I want to ask, is the federal government of Nigeria doing anything concerning the climate change? Or is there a our president attends some summit before you hand go, my, 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 my question to you is um, if the president is going to do anything it has to start from the state first so the question is is the state are the states doing anything to climate change problems that is also a question yes yes the governor like for example let me give an example of the of the sitting governor yes the sitting governor the truth of the matter is that I'm not reading brief for him but I understand everybody understand that he have got a lot of things in his hands. A lot of challenges that is confronting him that needed to get attention. Same also and as the president. Same also as the president. He has a lot of challenges in him. Yes, the, 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 the president knows that there are climate change. The governor, the governor knows too. Yes, he has got agencies. Excuse me, America. He has got agencies that are responsible for these things. Yes. And again, he knew also that class of people is very, very important, especially under his watch. Now, tell me the achievement that this particular government from the federal level has actually made now. Significantly, that has affected people's lives uh, 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 positively. Is it coming to be? If, if it's not the taxes and taxes and taxes, and now people are dying of flood. So if you understand that you've been going for all this summit, all this climate, why don't you put your agencies or to be able to make sure you checkmate all these things and make sure that people, people's life are safe? Even if they're going to pay excuses, high to shop they're going to pay taxes on them, whatever thing they do, touch, and also going to buy petrol at the high price. Make them secure their life, first of all. I think, I think if you ask for at the federal level, the president have actually said he and his team. So that's my own assessment now. Chukwudi is my name. All right, yes. Chukwudi. Thank, Thank you so much. Thank you so much for calling. Full as as the open zero nine zero five five six 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 nine nine zero zero eight one two one eight seven 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 seven. You can also be a part of the conversation on Facebook and on X, formerly known as Twitter at GFM Joss. Hello, good morning. Radio Mama, please go on with your thoughts.
Thank you, Radio Mama. Even though the phone lines wasn't so clear, but I could make some of the things you were saying. The phone lines are still open. It's right one two one eight seven 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 or zero nine zero five five six 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 nine nine. Hello, good morning. Good morning, Emeka. Good morning, your name and where you're calling me from. Amusa Aike, please. How is Angorogo this morning? We are fine, my brother. Like water, cool. Mm. How are you guys? How are you guys dealing with the with the issues there? Um, the issue is man-made. That's nothing like climate change. Man, what do you what, what do you say, man-made? What do you mean? What I mean by man-made, when you overflow to the canal, just look at the institutions there. University of Jaws, come and see where their water are passing. Very little canal that the whole water can pass. Go and see how how takeaways and everything has stopped up the canal. Even the water comes there, it cannot find a way to pass. So who who so what? Water, 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 water. Please go Hello? on. I want to ask, go on. Please, when you finish, I want to ask you a question. Please continue. Oh okay. See, when water cannot pass, it must definitely find a way. True. That is why it has to blow away the, 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 the fence. And the whole, the whole houses literally staying within the universities have to be flooded. Whether we like it or not, we must do what is supposed or not to do. It's just what the comrade has said. You cannot build something or nothing. Mm. Keep yourself in order before you go for any other thing. We are in the serious mess. It's just what we are talking about climate change. Talk to Nigerians, the common, what common sense can understand. How much is a kerosene? I'm talking about cooking gas. How much is cooking gas? You why would I go and touch the tree? Man must live now, man must work. If you don't address all this issue, where are we saying? Sure. Let me tell you the way people are living here now. Every house, even a bicycle cannot go to a house. You don't open, you don't open new layers. You don't, you, you, you create unwarranted, unwarranted laws to, 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 to stop people from from expanding. You see, government was there all over doing. Once you see these people are talking of, you open new layers. Create what's supposed to be on ground. Look at what is happening in Bossy Road. If you not all about the canal, when the water comes to pass, the whole city refuses to pass. It has to find a way to the main road and to people's house. Mm. That is what we are facing. Let the government, both in the state, in the federal government and in the local government, do what they're supposed to do. Thank you, my brother. All right, thank you so much for calling. Um, that was quite insightful there from him, and he's all he's in Aguarogo, so he is the one of the best persons to tell us how he's feeling it there in Aguarogo. The followers are still open 090 5566 6699 or 090 081 rather 218 You can also be a part of the conversation on Facebook at JFM Jaws and on X, formerly of Twitter at JFM Jaws. Hello, good morning. Uh, good morning. Good morning, your name and where are you calling me from? Uh, I'm Prince from uh, Zalmaganda. Ah, Prince, please go with your thoughts. I love uh, what you are doing, Jason. Thank you. Imeka, sincerely speaking, uh, this recent happening of flood in Jos. Uh, some of the people, they are the cause of uh, the flood. Those who build on the passage, I mean on the water passageway. Uh, do you, you, you know, uh, uh, Joseph local government headquarters? Yes, I do. Just 
by the left before the the local government there is a building just inside the waterway a GNDB stopped it before but now I'm just telling you so that you can tell the government okay. if they are not hearing me because they have started clearing the place started arresting the structure now because it is completely on the waterway hmm. you see these are the people that will cause havoc you know to cause to their community. So I, I expect that maybe if the government here or you pass to the government, they should go and attend to that area. All right, then. Thank you so All much. All right, thank you so much for calling. This is the last call for the show this morning. Go over on Facebook and Twitter to read your comments, or rather on Facebook and on X to read your comments. On Facebook, we have interesting comments here um, to read to you. Let me go start. Omadan Matri says, good morning. Good morning. Is Nigeria ready for climate change? Are we not wasting resources engaging international summits without planned structures to implement policies? This is why Nigerians must learn to vote for young, vibrant, visionary, and proactive leaders for a better future. Please, tell us how can old men as president activate the modern information technologies to curb climate challenges? Viable health age is very vital for meaningful development. APC traveled all over the world to attend summits, but with zero results in eight years. APC Tunubu says another old man has started again, but we know it will produce same negative results. We are a vibrant and intelligent youth that should drive for a better future. Albert Akaya Dagza says climate change being a global issue has given us all a clue of its devastating effects, which affects most especially individuals, communities, the nation, and the globe as a whole. The onus lies on individuals to um, beyond waiting on government to make waters to make ways like drainages to doing it themselves let's cultivate the habits of planting trees which helps to preserve the environment um to prevent erosion and provide fresh and chilled air good morning Ayodele Agbabieke says, I just urge we, the citizens, to have in mind to build drainages when building their houses and government. We are still waiting for government to provide container bins to empty our bins. Very important as well. Diako E and H says, Good morning, Nemeka and the eloquent environmentalist in the studio. He says, He's also a climate change and global warming advocate in Jaws. And he says, Global negotiation and grassroots engagement must continue to happen to educate, sensitize, and advance awareness on the other effects of global warming. And he says he needs your number, Mr. Uh, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll pass it on to you so you can talk to him. He says he is um, he has an NGO or something. I don't know. Suleiman Ismail Adam says, very good conversation. I am a prospective chemical engineer and also an environmentalist. He says, let us embrace renewable energy and save this innocent planet. I and my colleagues are currently running a program, Green Life Movement. We wish it works out as planned and we pray that it works out for you. Dabong Selyinan says, making the environment conducive for us and the future is not only the responsibility of the governments. Climate change is before us. We must all put our hands together and combat all these climate issues such as flooding, greenhouse effects, rising atmospheric temperature, and so on. Flooding as a major climate change affecting the world is usually caused by high rise in water volume. A recent research by a group of scientists in Zurich University has shown that planting trees has a mind-blowing effect on the climate crisis. Therefore, in order to mitigate these issues, we should plant trees, clear water drainages, properly dispose plastic waste, sort out green jobs that enhance sustainability and reduction of carbon monoxide. Carbon dioxide, rather. Um, other comments here. On Facebook, 
Um, I think that's all, all, all the comments we have on Facebook. Going over now to Twitter before we leave the studio this morning. Um, forgive me, it's taking a while to load. But on Twitter, we have a few comments here for you. Um, the four lines are not open anymore, so we can't speak any more of your calls, unfortunately. On Twitter, this person says, um, Suleiman Ismail, the same person on, t- on Facebook, yes. Our Alex Rampam says, it is not all issues of building on waterways that government should be blamed. Can we imagine a swampy area in a waterway of the police mountain troop fence near Yawa Club Dam, Bukuru, is being sold by the same law enforcement agency that should check such flood likely area? Let me take this again. Do you know, this is from Alex Rampam on Twitter. He says, do you know, can you imagine a swampy area in a waterway of the police mountain troop fence near Yelwa Club Dam, Bukuru, is being sold by the same law enforcement agencies that should check such flood likely areas. Um, Daka Richkid says, good morning, Mika and the guests. I think the guest in the house is running from places blaming on the government. The government is meant to enforce laws and policies and saying and not acting. A small national like Tanzania has banned the use of single-used plastic. Well, this is where we draw the curtain to this episode of the show. Um, Mr. Dotu, in 10 seconds, your final words. <laughs> Finally, 10 seconds. Okay, 10 seconds is not actually uh, enough. Yeah, just talk, just so talk. So, I'm here with my colleagues, uh, Osari Wense and uh, Olutu. We are, of course, from the Center for Earthworks, and uh, just like I've mentioned, there is a responsibility of the government, there is... Um, plays of the citizens and then of course we as an environmental organization we are doing our part through uh environmental education through public awareness through engaging the government uh, on policy issues and then of course through engaging uh specific uh, niches to actually solve the problem so we all have a part to play Mm. Uh, i love uh some of the uh, contribution by the guests uh and to uh, summarize it is simple we have a part to play. The government have the part to play. Okay. We all have a part to yes. play. Play your parts, people. This is where I carry my gongoro and leave the studio this morning. But still not change that now because by 10 o'clock the news comes up. Stay out of trouble, spread love, and seek the truth. Thank you for listening to JFM Podcast.